2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, Everybody, I'm Bart Winkler that is Tim Shea we got Brian Anderson 930 this morning I just want to ask him about you know I don't want to ask him too much about the Brewers I do want to know how much he like is able to keep up with them Because he still calls 50 of
1: the games. Yeah, 50 games, I believe. 50 or so.
3: I thought it was interesting last week. He was calling a game in New York for TBS, the Yankee game, and the Brewers were in New York for the Mets. So he's there, right? Maybe he's even at the same hotel. But he's going to Yankee Stadium, and they're going to City Field. Different part of town. So he's got to keep up every night. And even when he's doing some of these basketball games for the NBA playoffs, you know, the Brewers are playing. Does he... Does he have the Does he have the alert up, or does he uh, Does he put it away and just focus on the game? I recently called a baseball game myself as play by play for the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders, as I called them. Uh, that was fun, but it was hard. You know, I was by myself. Now, like, BA's got stat guys and people feeding him stuff, and he doesn't have to keep a book or score if he doesn't want to. He just could kind of call the game, see what happens, get stat fed to him. But when you're calling a game, especially by yourself at a you know the a level that's not the pros, you're you're by yourself. I'm sure at one point he was in your shoes. Well, this is I'm not I'm not dipping. Oh no play. no 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 no
1: not the, at but all. But
3: the guy they have that does it, uh, his name's Javic Blake. Javic Blake. Uh, he's a college kid. Okay. And he's really good, but he does like all the work he does the media guide he does the well the play by play but he's doing the pre-games and the post-games and you know it's a it's a lot of work when you're a broadcaster you're basically the whole department for media and now you know BA's a part of it there's there's a you know the operation still runs without him but i'm interested to know cuz he was in the minor leagues for what was it a decade in San Antonio and then he got to the golf channel and things happened pretty quickly for him and then he gets to you know, be on the Brewers broadcast and, you know, how he is where he is. Uh, There's a great piece that Will Salmon wrote that, you know, he, I mean, you attribute it by accident. It takes skill, but it also also takes some precipitous. uh, That's not the right word. Serendipitous is the right word kind of situations. Precipitous means uh, rain. So talk to Brian Anderson about that. I don't want to be like, hey, what do the Brewers need at the trade deadline? He's not going to answer that. You know, what are they going to say?
1: The same thing that I think we're all saying.
3: Well, hey, B.A., uh, why does Yellich suck? I'd be like, I'm not the guy you talked to about that. I'm the, I'm the play-by-play guy. What are you doing? So it won't be much of that. One thing that I want to do right now is try to find the most. I'm going to try to be vanilla. I'm going to be a vanilla broadcaster right now. Because, uh, you know. In this job, I say things. I certainly have opinions. You're well aware of many of them, if you listen. And opinions are opinions. And and you guys have opinions. That's why we have the phone lines open. And if you don't have the number saved in your phone, it's 414-799-1250. You talk to some people, they call in, and they think the Brewer, blow up the Brewers. We're never going to win. Mark's too cheap. And then the other side of that is, they're one game out, There's they're banged up, there's, you know, there's plenty of season left, you never know. So I want to find, I want to try to find the most agreeable take. Like what's the average most agreeable take that I can find on the Brewers right now? Because I don't think that everything's fine. I'll tell you that. Everything's not fine. I'm not going to be someone that comes on here and says, well, they're one game out and they're banged up. Everything's fine. You watch this team. It's the same thing every night. They struggle to get four runs on the board. And then when they get four runs on the board, the other team seemingly easily gets five. Everything just seems so much easier for the other team than it does for the Brewers. Sometimes watching Bucks games, I feel that way. And maybe it's watching the hometown team. I don't know. But sometimes I watch some of these games where it's like the Celtics, everything was coming easy for them. And the Bucs had to work so hard for every point they got. When the Celtics, it would just, got three points. There you go. With the Cardinals and with the other team, you know, the Brewers haven't won a series. They won the series finally against the Reds. Before that was against the Padres. It just seems like it's so hard for them to get on base. And then when they get on base, there's a double play and it ends the inning. And when they have an opportunity to tie it, runners are stranded. And then the other team, you know, just, comes up there and it's like hey i'm paul goldschmidt boink home run hey i'm nolan gorman boink boink two home runs the feeling i get when i watch him is that it's just it's like they're walking downhill and we're climbing uphill it just seem they're they're they have the wind at their back and we're going into it. it just seems harder for the brewers right now so i don't think everything's fine i don't think everything's fine so then the question is will it get fine where people are looking at this from a perspective of like confidence or positivity is right now things aren't great, but we are going to get guys back. You know, they, 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 they can figure it out. I thought uh, Brett's call earlier kind of echoes what I say. If I'm somebody who doesn't think that, because I think if you have a great regular season and you go to the playoffs, I mean, good luck. Like, If you win 110 games, that means very little once you get into the playoffs. Because once you get into the playoffs, it's a brand new game. And we know in baseball, one thing goes wrong. And they've got that five-game series. One thing goes wrong. You lose a game, you're down. Ball hits the base funny. A Pitcher just doesn't have his slider one day for whatever reason. It's a little hotter. And balls are going out that would normally die at the track. I mean, there's so many variables in baseball, less than the other sports, I think. I think in football, most of the time, the better team's going to win. In basketball, I almost think all the time the better team wins because you play seven of these things, and, and you figure out the adjustments, and then the better team pretty much wins. Unless Chris Middleton's hurt and the Celtics win, you know, barring injury. But in baseball, it's so fluky. So last year, I thought the Brewers were in a really good position to make a World Series run, but they didn't have it for a series, and they lost. They lost to the Braves, who then got hot. Their pitching was as good as it's ever been since the 90s, and they won a World Series. And there you go. So if I'm somebody that thinks it doesn't matter how good you are once you get into the playoffs, well, then shouldn't I also be, well, it doesn't matter how bad you are once you also get into the playoffs? As long as you get in the playoffs – and six teams do now in the National League Central. Brewers probably their best ticket to get in is winning the National League Central. The wild card is going to get uh messy. So they're a half game back of the wild card right now.
1: Yeah, to the Giants cuz they lost.
3: Okay, but there's a there's a few other teams but. in the mix. I want to look at who's cuz if at the NL Central it's us the, and the Cardinals. There's yeah. nobody else. Yeah.
1: The nobody bra- bra- sucks. It's the Braves.
3: So in the wild card race, if we're going to start focusing on the wild card race, that's why we want to be atop the central. If we're going to focus on the wild card race, Braves, Giants, Brewers are kind of crumpled up together, and then one good series from the Phillies, and they're right back up there. We kind of let them get up there. But okay, might not even be that many teams. Marlins are below 500. Diamondbacks. Yeah,
1: it's uh, below them. Is I think I think it's you're looking Brewers and up. Th- those are those are seven teams vying for six spots.
3: All right, so if our competition right now is the Cardinals, Braves, Giants, and Phillies, and of those three teams I mentioned, the five teams I mentioned, three get in, well, we're probably still the team I have the least confidence in. I mean, would you rather be the Phillies right now? If you were the Phillies at 36 and 34 with the team that they have, or the Brewers at 39 and 32, just fighting for a wild card, who do you think? Like we have the head start, but who do you think gets the finish
1: line? The Phillies,
3: probably. Their lineup's
1: really good. That lineup good. is outrageously good.
3: I think they're pitching. I think their pitching's good. I don't think it's been up to the level that they expect no, either. Correct. But so they're kind of in the same boat we are. But I just you know the Brewers with with how good they're pitching and is and again they got to get healthy. They got to they got to be fully healthy. Gotta
1: start looking at uh, after tiebreakers too over them. So we have it. I believe we beat them four out of six twice here twice there um the giants we had that one game but we have a makeup we have two makeup games we got a double header and then we go out to san francisco actually in july look at the padres i mean i guess if you want to look at one of the nl west teams that division is tough
3: oh so you're really into like tiebreaker mode already
1: yeah I, you have to.
3: Yeah, there's no game one sixty three or anything. No,
1: so you have to. They start are going to
3: tiebreaker it like the NFL. And like
1: I said yesterday, if if we're tied with the Cardinals and it goes down to you know tiebreaker number four, and we don't make it, now again I get your point where you say the end. What's the end game for this team? What's the end game for the NL Central? The winner gets to go on and play the Dodgers or Mets and get absolutely. So if I'm
3: trying to find the most agreeable take right now, I think that the Brewers can win the central, but the winner of the central is going to get, is going to not go to the world series.
1: I, I yeah, I, I can agree with that. I can.
3: But is that, is that the mean, is that the medium? Are there, are there more people that, that are thinking, no, they suck. I'm done. I th- just, or by- are there more people thinking, guys, we got three more months of baseball. We're injured. Hauser and Lauer aren't pitching as good as they should be. The hitting will get better. I wish
1: people were like that more than some of our callers.
3: But they're not giving you a lot to encourage that. Like No, they aren't. I they're think not Burns showing is going to continue to pitch great. I have a lot of confidence in that. I think Woodruff comes back, he pitches very well. I think Freddie comes back, he pitches very well. Do I have confidence, because Hauser's got like a 4-5 ERA this month, Lauer a 6, do I have confidence that they revert to their best selves? Not a lot. I mean, it, no. I'm probably right down the middle. Yeah. I could go okay. either way on them. They could continue to be bad, or they could be good again. Lauer was one of the best pitchers in the National League from last May to this May. Is this what we have now with Eric Lauer? You know, six innings, five earned? Is that?
1: All I can do is shrug my shoulders. Is that like, Eric I don't, Lauer now? I don't know.
3: And while I might be 50-50 on some of those guys, like with the pitching, Lauer could go either way. Hauser could go either way. Woodruff's going to be good. Peralta's going to be good. Burns is gonna be good. Williams is gonna stay good. The bullpen's gonna stay good. I feel good about that. A hater is gonna stay good. With the offense, if you've got to put your little, you know, meter on yep. who's gonna be good, who's gonna be bad, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in Christian Yelich right now. I don't got a ton of faith in Andrew McCutcheon. I feel like Rowdy Telez is gonna hit, you know, maybe two homers a week for the rest of the season, but what else? And they're all gonna be solo shots. Yeah. Uh, is Willie Adams going to revert back to form? What about Luis Urias? What about whoever's going to be doing
1: our catching? That's the problem. When we're, when we're hitting the ball, it's solo home runs. It's not like I last know. year, two, two, three grand slant. two, three run home runs. Yelich
3: had his first RBI scoring someone other than himself last night since May 26. That's
1: uh, that's bad.
3: He's had three that's RBIs since because the the two RBIs were solo shots. So there's nobody on base. Yeah, you got a home run, but there's nobody on base. And I don't think that was leadoff to start the game. So, you know, there's just a lot of questions. I just wonder are because if I again if I'm gonna be like, hey, it doesn't matter how good you are, a hot team can take you out. Well, as long as the Brewers get in, they can get hot. What we're saying right now is I don't know that the signs are there that there's a hot team within this team, but then you can go years years past and say, well, the Nationals were fifteen and thirty. They never thought that they'd make it. You know, the Braves had a period last year where they didn't think that they were gonna be any good. And teams got even even though the NBA, the Boston Celtics go to the NBA finals. They're 23 and 24 at one point. So as long as you get in and are playing good when you get in, that's all that matters. I think the question of whether they're going to get in or not needs to start being explored a little more. I was pretty much in stone. Would have got a tattooed on my chest. Brewers 2022 playoff team. I don't Brewers know. Brewers 2022
1: Central Division champions. Yeah, or just playoffs because oh, well, there's a big difference.
3: I was very confident in winning the Central. That's wavering. But for sure, they'd make the playoffs. I don't know. Do they make the playoffs? Do the Brewers make the playoffs?
1: That's why. Oh. <laughs>
3: why don't you put that up as a poll? Okay. Are, do the Brewers, do the 2022 Brewers make the playoffs? And now, there will be some of you out there that are that are very, I've been doing this long enough. You can be very offended that we're even asking. Come on, guys. They're a blah, this, blah, that. Okay, well, then vote yes. I'm just having you vote yes. Do the Brewers make the playoffs? Right now, they're not a playoff team. They're going to fight with the Cardinals all season. Both of these teams are 500 against everybody, not Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. In the wild card, they're a half game back, and they're contending with the Braves, Giants, and Brewers. So what we're asking you is, the Brewers are the Brewers, of course. We're asking you, do you think that they will win Brewers-Cardinals race, and if not, will they win giants brewers braves race at least be two of the three so i bet most people say yes you know the half game out of the playoffs one game out of the nl
1: central pulls up go vote
3: i think most people say yes don't get offended
1: what would i vote right now? i was just about to say do bart do the 2020 2022 brewers make the playoffs
3: uh so it's us or the cardinals see i want to say yes but then it's us or the cardinals and they're only going to get better. I'm saying, I'll tell you this right now. And then if it's us against the Braves and the Giants, dude, they're both good too. It's it's good. <sighs> What, Tim?
1: I'll say yes. They uh. make it as a wild card team. <sighs> Cardinals win the division.
3: Let's hear from Eric Lauer. He had an outing last night that was not up to what we've come to expect from him. Lauer after the game trying to figure out what happened.
1: Look at lineups across the, the game, and, and look at kind of one-two punches. Mm-hmm. Where is this one-two punch, Goldschmidt and Arenado?
4: Um, it's definitely up there. Uh, both really good hitters. They're having great years. Um, yeah, it's definitely up there with anybody you want.
1: Was the Goldschmidt homer on a pitch where you wanted it?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, to me, that was a, it. Was a good pitch. It was right where I wanted it. That was. It didn't. Seemed like he really got it, I think it was like 96. I didn't I didn't feel like it was a bad pitch by any means. And good hitter got to a good pitch. And it didn't help that there was a little broken bat single right before it. I mean, that's just baseball kicking me in the teeth a little bit. The one that I was mad about was the Nolan one, because that was a, just a bad pitch. I mean, that was really, throughout the night, the only, the only problem that I had with my outing was how poor of a pitch that was to a good hitter. It's frustrating you know, to feel like outside of the homewards you're probably pretty happy with how you're pitching. But then it's just like those couple of mm-hmm. mistakes, yeah, it, and that's kind it of just It just seems to be, for me right now, just like one to three pitches a game that are really sticking it to me. And I feel like I'm pitching much better than what my outings are showing. And uh, it's, it's it's one of those things that baseball at duty, it'll kick you in the teeth. It'll beat you down and make sure you keep working. but um, I'm going to keep throwing. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep trying different things, and uh, hopefully the results come along with it because I don't I don't feel like I'm in a bad spot throwing wise.
0: What was the
2: difference on Eric? I mean, in between yeah, you know, after the Goldschmidt homer, I think you retired nine or ten in a row mm-hmm. before
4: mm-hmm. you
2: ran into trouble there again. I mean, was it just location for you?
4: Um, yeah, I mean, overall I was really happy with how I threw the ball. I think that one to Nolan, I was a little. I was a little upset about the bat before probably. And um, just I just made a bad pitch. I really did. I just, that's all I can say is I, I was trying to bury it a little more than I did and kind of hung up there. And these like, good hitters are going to take advantage of that. And I, it's it's really the, the one strike that I'm going to keep me up at night tonight about is like just that one pitch like just changed everything on my stat line and just throughout the game, it was it was, the, it was the game.
0: Sounds like a time, Eric, where like this game is
1: mental. We hear all the time guys say mm-hmm. this game is so much mental. Is that, oh, yeah. is that what the stretch is for you
0: right now, all about just keeping the oh, mind right?
4: Yeah, just making, just trying not to get too down on myself, think I need to change too much because, I mean, the, the work that we put in is, is it's, I feel like I'm in a good position. I feel like I'm throwing the ball well, things are coming out right. Um, for the most part, I feel like I have hitters in a, in a confused state when I'm pitching to them, but, uh, there's just every now and like, it seems like one or two pitches a game, a guy will get to, and it'll really just change my entire outing. So figuring out what it is that I need to do to stop that is the next step.
3: That's the other thing you could talk about momentum in baseball. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea on the fan, Brian Anderson coming up. You could talk about momentum in baseball. Where it's all about the next day's pitcher, but I do think that the more you you, know, you lose more than you win, and that starts to affect everybody. You know, it starts to affect the pitching. Like Lauer sounds like a guy who is defeated. He sounds like a guy who doesn't know if he'll ever have a good outing again. Eric Lauer in the month of April had a one nine three ERA across four starts. Month of May a two nine six ERA across five. This month across four starts a six nine four ERA. I'll whip you as earn runs per game real quick, starting at the beginning. 3-1-0-1-1-4-0-2-2-1-8-4-5. Remember Eric Lauer? Where's seven innings, one earned 11K, Eric Lauer? Was that a mirage? He did it against the Phillies, six innings, 13Ks, no earned. Was that a mirage? I don't know. So it just seems like this team is starting to feel the effects of losing more than winning, and winning is contagious. Winning begets more winning. Losing brings more losing.
1: I'm trying to find it. He made a comment back in mid-May, I think, after a game, about how he maybe found a new pitch, and he was kind of cocky about it.
3: No, there was an article that uh, Will Salmon wrote where he was messing around with Jim Henderson a while back, Uh and they were up at the – facility in, in appleton and he just thought i'm gonna start throwing it harder i'm gonna copy a roll this chapman and he started throwing harder and he it changed like his whole approach and so he was like a new pitcher
1: i wish i could find it but it and was kind of reverted. Ever, back. ever since it it was right around that time where he started to sway and ever since he made that comment it hasn't been good so we'll see if you don't have a
3: Twitter account, now would be the time to sign up for one. You can play along with us. We've got a couple different things for you. Summerfest tickets this week. Summerfest tickets. We'll have one more day for you tomorrow. You can also win Summerfest tickets from us on the afternoon show today. Toby and Sam in. Summerfest starts today. So you can check out, I believe, Jason Aldean is the headliner. We're asking you when you want to be at Front Row. Uh, what do you want to be at Front Row for? Tim says Jason Aldean. Um, so I will... Uh, Wish you fun tonight at Jason Aldean.
1: You're not going? No, not tonight.
3: What's his big hit? Um. Does he sing Applebee's? No, he doesn't no. sing. Fancy Anna. Applebee. Is his big hit the one where he talks about losing his girl, but thank God he's got his truck and his dog?
1: That's every country.
3: Oh, yes.
1: I forget. I forget.
3: Uh, yeah, Summerfest tickets available. You can sign up for our contest just by tweeting. What event would you like to be at in the front row for? What sporting event would you like to be in the front row for? Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan use the hashtag Bart tickets. You can also win tickets with us tomorrow and this afternoon and tomorrow afternoon. Or you can go to Summerfest.com for more details and to see who's playing and performing when. Summerfest.com for more details. Also, we want you to vote in our poll Do you think the Brewers will make the playoffs? Very simple question. I'm saying no just to shake things up. 71% say yes. Now with my vote, 29% say no. Warrior Poet says at first glance you say yes. How can they not? But it may be a case of having to win the division. Atlanta has been hot. San Francisco may get beat up by San Diego. LA's in the West, but still holding ground in the wildcard race. Definitely won't be coast to the finish like last year. Sean says it's a long season. At this time, they only had two more wins than they do this year. Keith said there's not a lot for me to be positive about right now. So you can keep tweeting again. Sign up, tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. Brian Anderson will join us in a couple of minutes. That's what I'm going to talk to him about from a baseball standpoint is the playoffs, How? because he's seen the playoffs front row seat all the time. How these teams can be really good all year, and then one bad series, you're done. And then you can kind of stumble into the postseason, but you get hot for three weeks, and you're a uh, champion.
1: Do you think the playoffs should be longer in Major League Baseball?
3: Well, it depends. What are you trying to accomplish? If you want the best team to win... Then no. Then they should probably only have two or four teams make the playoffs. You know, the Brewers didn't make the playoffs for 20-some years because... Only two teams made the playoffs in the American League. There were teams that had much better records than some of the teams that have been making the playoffs. My 92 beloved 92 Brewers had 92 wins, but they were four back of the Blue Jays. And they were in the AL East, and so the AL East winner played the AL West winner. Winner went to the World Series. Much different now. Brian Anderson coming up. Adam Roberts right now. I said Adam Roberts. Uh Uh-oh. Scrub it up, duff is!
5: Haven't heard this in a while.
3: Alright. <laughs> we'll be right back. Coming up.
0: I used to hand wash my car. In bubbles it would drown. But I couldn't take those calluses and had to settle down. Now I go to Scrub It Up and I use the Scrub It Up Scrub Club. Hard to say it's so easy to use I'm telling everyone I know It's hip to scrub it up At the Scrub a Dub Scrub Club Now Bike does this in his fancy suit I listen on the radio And he tells me Scrub a Dub Scrub Club is the only way to go Tell so me my man don't you agree just $13 a month You can wash your car every day If you choose Visit scrubadum.biz It's hip to scrub it up So hip to scrub up So hip to scrub it up It's hip to scrub up
2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Good morning. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Brewers got the Cardinals today. I think we were hoping for a split with both of these teams fighting for first place in the Central. They're going to need to get a win today the Brewers for that to happen. On the call back in the Brewers booth, Brian Anderson, BA, Bally Sports Wisconsin. Welcome back. How are you? How mu- hey, how how much uh does American Family Field miss Tim Shea these days?
5: Oh man. It's palpable. <laughs> Every time you walk in there, you can just feel it. We should get a one of those those big fat heads, you know, those big cutouts. Yeah. And just posted right there at the entrance. Tim Shea, Tim Shea was here. Yeah. We
3: need need a Tim Shea gate. We need a Tim Shea statue.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We got, we got plenty of, like up there right next to Bob Eucher's statue behind the pole up, up (laughs) top. Yeah. We miss him, man. He's a great guy. He was, uh, he was awesome for us. We loved working with Tim. He always handled everything beautifully. Um, but uh, but now you have got him, so congratulations on that.
3: Yeah, you in uh, 15 seconds have talked nicer about him than I have in the last five months combined. So
5: be careful. <laughs> he's sneaky. I I know. You know if he he's not, he's sizing you up, man. You never know. You don't want to. You don't want to be. Uh, you don't want to bust on him too much. He's got a <laughs> he's got a little gangster in him. I That's know. Why I, I don't cross him.
3: <laughs> I see that. Brian Anderson, Valley <laughs> Sports, Wisconsin. How long are you here this this time around? How long we got you for again?
5: Oh, uh, we going into my schedule. I'm like Tiger Woods. I don't reveal my schedule.
3: Oh, I love your schedule. I was so
5: fascinated
3: no. uh, two weeks ago. I think <laughs> you were in New York for a Yankee game, and the Brewers were across town with the Mets. I thought that was yeah,
5: funny. yeah. Well, so I'll be I'll be around a lot more now. Um, just I had to get through the NBA playoffs. Uh, then I actually had a big stretch of games that I was going to do in June, but I got COVID. Um, so I was gone for basically two weeks. So that kind of cut into the big swath of games post NBA playoffs that I was supposed to do. So, uh, I apologize that I haven't been around as much as, uh, as I thought, but I'm still, you know, I'm on the books for 50 games. It's kind of the new era for me. I really wanted to stay in Milwaukee, um, but I would have understood if the Brewers wanted to move on. I, I signed a new contract with Turner Sports. And, you know, that it was an exclusive contract, but I really wanted to to do the Brewers if they would let me. So they did, thank goodness. And so I'm still able to, to be a part of uh, Brewers television. But Jeff Levering is, you know, he's the guy doing most of the games now. And I'm I'm happy to come in there and do games when I can. But I will be around. Quite a bit. I got the rest of this homestand. I'm not going on the road trip, but uh, you know, Fourth of July, I'll be there. That whole homestand with the Cubs and the Pirates, and I mean, I could go through the whole calendar if you want, Bart. I have got it in front of me. You want to just? Well, you, you want to go day by day? Yeah, yeah, you just street email, street email
3: it to me store. so I can follow along. Give <laughs> me a screenshot. <laughs> screenshot me. Um, one thing I want to I want to know about, like when you're not with the Brewers and you're doing a game let's say you're doing a bucks celtics game or you're doing whatever mm-hmm. i mean cuz you got to follow along so when you come back you're in the know with everything i imagine yeah. during the game like during a game you're calling whether it was the yankees last week or, or a basketball game you find out after what happened with the brewers or do you got like your eye on the score the whole time
5: no i'm on it like i'm always with the brewers so i'm never not with the brewers i have it If I'm doing a game, so I did a game Tuesday in Atlanta, Giants Braves on TBS, and, you know, when we go to commercial, I pop on the MLB app, see how the brew crew's doing. So it's a constant part of my life. You know, I live here, part of this community. Um, I will say what's very interesting, I think fans uh, probably wouldn't know this or, you know. So I think the idea is that, Every announcer goes in with a rooting interest, which is not true that just doesn't happen. Joe Buck is not rooting against the Packers all those years, I promise. <laughs> and I don't root against any other team. We get that a lot when we do national games, but I'm much more of a fan of the Brewers and like into the games in a in a desk slamming, you know, pounding way than when I'm working a game. When you're working a game, you're 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 trying so hard to make sure you present the game. You're you're going like an assembly line, just inning by inning, piece by piece. You know, how can you cover the game, be present with the game? And then when the game's over, then you start to unpack like, oh man, I wish they would have gotten a hit here or that would have been good there. And you start to become a more of a fan. Um but when I'm not working games, I, I, I find myself yelling at the television a lot more. <laughs> and so that's been an interesting part of all of this that Uh, I am able to, to root and be more of a fan when I'm not actually doing the game. When you're doing the game, yes, you, you want the brewers to have success on, on a brewers broadcast, but it's really not central to what, what I'm doing. I want to make sure I do my job well and that rock is doing his job well and the production team. So we're so hyper-focused on not screwing up our performances that it's kind of hard to be a fan. Um, when you're working again, so I hope that makes sense. But uh, when I'm not working, I'm totally locked in, and I'm listening to the radio when I'm through airports, and I'm watching on the uh, on the MLB app, whether it's on my phone or iPad or wherever I am.
3: Talking with Brian Anderson back in the booth with Bally Sports Wisconsin. He'll be there a bunch, obviously this summer. So I had the opportunity a couple of weeks ago. The I'm uh, from Fond du Lac, so the Fond du Lac Dock Spiders needed an announcer for mm-hmm. one game. Uh, Cause they've got nice. this kid, they've got this kid out of college. He's like 21, but he's, he's really good. And so I, you know, I know the guy, I got connected. I, I went down there and did a game. I've done games on the radio before for baseball. This was different. Cause it's on a TV feed uh, through the Northwoods league. And I wanted to ask you about like those days, like now you have a whole team, right? Everybody's there. They have a whole team back in the, like the minor league days for you. I want to know mm-hmm. what about that you miss the most. And then also like, it's hard. Cause like, you're the only guy, this kid they have now, he's their whole broadcast. He does the pre, he does the post, he does the stats, <laughs> he does the media guide, he does the games. It's like, it's incredibly, it's a lot on you. And if you even go like quiet for 10 seconds, the whole broadcast goes, falls apart.
5: <laughs> well, I did that for nine years. So, um, I tell people all the time, you know, um, it it's it i guess it'd be it'd be likened to a marathon runner building up for a marathon, you know but you're doing it by yourself, so all of those skills and that muscle memory of working by yourself and I had a partner occasionally in the minor leagues I wasn't always by myself, but generally you're by yourself, you engineer the whole thing so you you have a suitcase full of equipment, you set up the equipment every day, you travel with it, so not only do you have your own you know, luggage, your clothes, you have another suitcase that has all the equipment. Um, so that's kind of your existence. You know, you're walking around. I, I remember there were no rollers on the suitcases back in those days. That's how old I am. That That's what I really remember is, is uh, balancing those suitcases. Um, so in the minor leagues, um, that's where you cut your teeth. I started in radio. I did nine years of that. And I did 140 games in 180 days for nine years. Uh, and on the 40 off days, you m- typically were on a bus somewhere. So you, it's not like you had like a – I've had very few just off days at home where I was home doing nothing. It was always something. I also did the press notes. Yeah. So I was uh, part of the, yeah, the PR team, so I did the press notes. Uh, we pulled tarp. We did field maintenance if we had to. I mean, it was the whole experience. So if you're asking me what I miss about that, I don't miss anything about any of that. <laughs> Not one thing. But I will say it hardened me to the point where I was, you know, I feel pretty nimble. I feel like I can pretty much handle anything and do anything. I loved every second of it. Um, when I first started, I was 22, and I was working with a guy, an older guy who had been around, so he was very helpful to me. But um, I threw batting practice. I I was a catcher in college, so I caught bullpen. So I would show up about 2 o'clock every day. I would catch the early bullpens uh, for pitchers. Um, and then I would uh, throw usually the first group, sometimes the first two groups of batting practice. And the Dodgers at the time paid me $25 a game to do that. So I thought, man, this is pretty sweet. Yeah. So I made $25 to catch and throw BP a game. I did... I made $25 a day to do the broadcasting. And on the road, I got a dollar a bag to pull the bags off the bus or the plane. Um, Me and the athletic trainer. The athletic trainer is basically the traveling secretary. So I told him, stand over there. I'll pull every bag. And he would just rip off (laughs) $1 bills, as you can imagine what that scene was like. So I'd always come home with a bunch of uh, dollar bills. So, you know, that was always very curious for my wife. Like, why do you have all these (laughs) singles in your wallet? um but that's what i did i did that for a long time and i loved it i was in it i was part of it but it's it's hard man it's really hard and you know i think that's what that's where the foundation of for me anyway where you get you you get rid of all the thorns quickly because it's a marathon you you have to work on your voice your breath support all of your skills your vocabulary has to expand all of that so it, it just forces you into it and you know, that's why most broadcasters don't survive just a couple of years doing minor league baseball. It's just, it's really tough.
3: Well, it's really tough because not like, you're not just calling the game. You just mentioned all the other stuff that you do. And then even when calling the game, the big takeaway I took from when I did it for the Doc Spiders a couple of weeks ago was like the first, i am I'm like miserable at keeping a scorebook. Okay. And so you have to do that when you're by yourself because nobody else is doing the stats for you. So the, fir- the first at-bat for everybody, I'm talking and I'm fine because I got things. They've played a few games. I got things I can talk about. And then the second one, I've kept a decent inning so I can talk about, you know, what happened, the second at-bat. By the third at-bat, now I screwed up the book. and wrote it all in the same column. <laughs> I can't remember what the guy did in the first and the third. That's when I found it to be challenging is the process of trying to keep a book while you're talking. I think that'd be the biggest hurdle for me.
5: Yeah, it's almost uh it's almost I mean it's habit now. You don't I don't even think about the actual entries in the book. I just do it. I don't even I don't spend one ounce of brain power on the book. Uh but you do take those moments between innings when you go to commercial to get your book organized, you know, to make sure it's you have like you wrote in the last out or you <clears throat> you you wrote in first pitch strikes or whatever you wanna you know, whatever you find. And and also I think as you do it more Um, you start to remember things and you start to just kind of park these moments in your brain like that's something I may bring up later. So, for example, Andrew McCutcheon, I can recall it right now just because I have the muscle memory to do it and I did it for so long, but Andrew McCutcheon doubled off Adam Wainwright last night on an 0-2 pitch. And so I I will remember that. Like, I I don't have to write that down. I just remember, you know, next time up, hey, if he gets an 0-2 count, I'm going to bring this up. And then where it works on television, so on radio you might you might mention it. Now on TV you add all these layers and you I might say in the talkback button, which I can communicate with a producer uh, without going over the air, I'll hit this button I'll say hey remember 0-2 pitch from McCutcheon, let's have that highlight ready in case he gets it an 0-2 count. I wouldn't say it, we have a shorthand the way we speak but yeah. um, now you're bringing in the whole picture and so now it's Oh, he's in an O two count. Here's McCutcheon. Here, uh, he, this is what happened on last time up. Now Bill Schroeder takes over and does his analysis, and so now it becomes a symphony, you know. But it's the same principles that you're that you're the fire starter. You're the one who is starting these these elements in a lot of cases, and um, you know we we have so many things that we have available or that we want to do that I would say. Seventy percent of the things that we have prepared for each inning or each moment, we never get to. So if you were to watch a game and sit next to me in the booth, you'd hear a dialogue on the air that you normally hear at home. You'd hear a whole separate dialogue off the air on the talkback that we're constantly like, let's do this. Let's try this. Hey, remember, Hey, there's a new left fielder. Hey, the shift is on. Um, You know, Peterson's gone from third base to right field. So then the director takes a shot of that. It's a wild ride, man. So that's what's fun about it. That's the art of it uh, from going to radio to television. But all of those instincts for me came from doing radio by myself all those years in the minor leagues and just being forced to process all this information like my dad always says you i'm going to live forever because you're never going to die your brain is fully active <laughs> every day for for 4 hours you know it's it's incredible it's like you're working 100 crossword puzzles so but that's the fun part of it for us and that's why i say when i'm doing a game and when we are doing a game we're not we're not fanboys at that point we're not thinking about yay or boo it's we're trying to get all this stuff to you so we can entertain so we could inform all of that. Like what we feel is good television. So it's, it doesn't work that way. So I, I always laugh when people say, man, you're so against the Brewer. You're such a brewer Homer, or you hate our team. You hear it more in the national games, but <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. Believe me.
3: Well, you're obviously good at it. It's gotten you to this point, And then uh, all the other things you've been able to do because of the job. And one of those things being with Turner, the MLB playoffs And this is where we're kind of like having these discussions about the Brewers right now is, is that they're, you know, they're on this period and this little stretch where they're losing more than they're winning and you get concerned, but there are injuries and they are still a half game out of the wild card. And they're a a half game or a game out of first place. As we talk here this morning, one of the things that I keep saying about the baseball playoffs is that they are more unpredictable than any other playoff. You know, in basketball, I think the better team's going to win. In football, normally the better team wins in that game, barring, you know, something crazy. But in baseball, I mean, anything could happen. You have your stud pitchers miss a couple of pitches, and all of a sudden your 110-win team is out right away in the playoffs. So last year, I thought the Brewers had a World Series team, and then they have a bad weekend, and then they lose to the Braves, and they're done. So if I think that way, you know, maybe for the Brewers, they don't need to win 95 games. They don't need to win hundred games if they can just get in. And I'm sure, you know, they have reinforcements coming and you know, I think they will hit better than they're hitting now, but maybe as long as they just get in, cause you look at some of these world series champs, the Braves a year ago, at one point, no one thought of them, the nationals, the year that they got past the Brewers, they were what, 15 and 30. I just think in baseball, it's so crazy. We're we're dissecting every game like it is a playoff game right now throughout the season, yeah. throughout the summer, and then we, when we get to the playoffs, it's almost like everything we said all summer doesn't matter because it only matters how you're playing in those games.
5: Yeah, no, that's but it's a fun, it's fun to to go through a regular season and start to think and wonder at who emerges and who you know who falls away. Like that's part of it. That's the daily rhythm of baseball. That's why we love it because it's such a part of our lives every day. It's just this 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 daily reminder, this ultimate reality show. So that's a good That's a good thing. It's, I'm glad people feel it that way. And I'm glad Sports Talks Radio feels it that way and talks about it that way. So that's a good thing. Um, and we love that. That's what we love about sports. And, you know, we had it taken away from us in the pandemic. And, man, how sad was that? And how much did we miss that? So um, that's great. But you're right about the postseason, especially in baseball, especially this year because there are six teams in each league that are going to make the postseason. And that first series is going to be a three-game series, and that really means anything can happen. So the one thing, the one consistent piece to that puzzle, the teams that always advance are the teams with really good pitching staffs. And the Brewers have a great pitching staff, elite. Um, Right now, they have three starters that are out. So that's a huge storm to try to weather and keep your – head above board while you're in this position right now brewers do not have a great offense they're they're not gonna have a great offense they're just not gonna be able to trade for enough pieces to flip their offense into an elite offense not gonna happen um some guys can elevate their game no question and it can be better offensively they can be average maybe i mean you're hoping but what separates this team is their pitching staff and What's good about right now, even though you're kind of flipping wins and losses, what's great about right now is guys like Hobie Milner and Trevor Kelly, and you're starting to see guys emerge that are pitching really well that aren't really in the conversation when the season started. So now you get your pieces back. Man, that only strengthens what you have uh, in the bullpen. And so hopefully the injuries, as they say, are always going to be um, you know, you're, it's always predicated on how you play in the playoffs and your injuries. Hopefully, these injuries aren't so serious, and they don't seem to be, uh, that these guys can't come back. So, Freddie Peralta is the one guy that concerns me a little bit just because it's a shoulder thing and it's months and months, and he's going to need a full build up. But Ashby looks like he'll be fine. Woodruff looks like he'll be fine. Uh, and then you've got Corbin Burns. So, you're trying to get to the finish line with those guys. Um, so, you, you take your chances. I mean, I just talked to Brian Snicker the other day. I, I just I asked him about the World Series. He goes, you know what? I still feel like the World Series found us. We didn't go win it. It just found us. And that's the way it kind of works. That's the way you kind of feel about it uh, because you have to have everything go right. You have to get all the breaks, and you have to have everybody pitching well at the same time. All those big pieces for the Braves that basically won the World Series for them, their incredible bullpen, all those left-handers, uh, they're hurt right now. A lot of them are, like, Matic is not even on the team right now. He's hurt. So that guy was the best pitcher in the game in the postseason. So you just never know. And hopefully one day the World Series is going to find the Brewers. They're due. They have enough talent to do it. Um, so hopefully everything's going to fall in place and they can make that run like you're talking about.
3: We had a promo accidentally fired. That was Tim Shea's fault is what happened. Uh Oh, was it? See, yeah. Uh-huh. That's
5: why that's why you can't come up on Tim. <laughs> no, because what happens is that wasn't an accident. <laughs> no, not at all. Exactly, BA. No, exactly. he's got to get the commercial. He's got like top of the hours coming up. He's like, yeah. how am I gonna get this guy to stop talking right now? I
3: gotta get all my reads in. Well, it is the top of the hour sure. for us, so we are gonna say goodbye. We'll be down there today. We'll say hi, but always good to have you you know, at American Family Field in Milwaukee and I know it was important to you, so it's it's great to still have you a part of it, B.A.
5: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that, Bart. Good to see you. We'll see you later. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Brian
3: Anderson joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you are applying for a home renovation loan and feeling a bit anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com today. Greatmidwestbank.com today. Brewers of the Cardinals Later on, uh, I hope you don't mind that I tried to throw you under the bus there for something Again. that wasn't your fault. But it's I'll fine. have you—I'll have—I'll I, I, have you know that as as much as I try to take advantage of you on the air, uh, I would do anything for you off the air. Thank you. Okay, so I will. Much appreciate. I will grind these guys and make fools of them. But when they need somebody to help them move. I will recommend a pretty good moving company
1: <laughs> Wonderful
3: <laughs> I will I will do that Congrats to uh, Rhino sports Talk Rhino won our Summerfest tickets today We asked you guys where would you want to sit to what event to what sporting event would you want to sit in the front row if you had the chance as your boy was front row last night at
1: aew
3: I am excited I haven't gone back and watched it yet because uh, I'm you know you can I wasn't TV side but I'm on the side.
1: Friday. At least the second show. Well, I taped last night. Tape.
3: I taped last yeah. night. Come on. I always tape dynamite. i come on, watch it every week. But then they do Rampage. Rampage is on Friday nights at nine o'clock on TNT most weeks. Nine o'clock on TNT. And the first match they do near the very end is between Andrade and then uh and Ray Phoenix. Andrade throws Phoenix into the gates. And I'm sitting right there with my good, good, goodest of buddies, Paul Immig. And so we take a gate to the stomach. Like he, he has his phone on. He's recording. But I want to see just how much damage uh, I took. And I yelled at Andrade. I said, hey, I didn't pay for this. I ain't gonna pay. You know, it's like Gallagher. To make a Mike McCarthy reference from 90 years ago, you smashed that watermelon. You better wear a poncho in the first three rows. You're going to get hit with watermelon. These guys didn't want... They don't want to get physical with me. They don't want me in the ring.
1: I thought you were going to go in the ring. I was I thinking really
3: about did. it. I mean, I to, I just show Andrade what's up. Tried to harm me. I got kids. Kid.
1: What would your wrestling name be? Real quick. Bart the what?
3: Bart the fart.
1: Yeah, I knew that was coming.
3: What would it be? It'd be Tim Shea. And I would do everything wrong and always be late for my matches.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You need to get over it. You need to get over this. All
3: right. Tomorrow, we'll talk to our good, good buddy, Ryan Horvath. We've got the Brewers Cardinals to talk about in the NBA draft. Big show up next on The Fan.